Yo, 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 what's going on, man? It's your boy Rick Taylor back with another episode of the Rick Taylor Entertainment Podcast. And I'm here with my boy Wade Chappelle, man. What's going on with you, man? What's good, man? What's good? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. What about you, man? I'm feeling good, man. I can't complain, man. You know, I've been, you know, just grinding, bro. I've been dropping a lot of music. Um, Man, listen, I had a good summer, so I'm feeling good, bro. I can't complain. Hey, that's dope, man. Um, it's a long time coming, man. Um, finally got you in here, man. Yep. You know, we're going to get into everything, the history and what you got going on right now. Mm-hmm. And pretty much on this show, man, I like to interview artists of all kind mm-hmm. and let the fans know more about you and let the people who want to know about you, like trying to find out about you, know who you is and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, my first question for you is, uh, mm-hmm. where was you born and raised? Man, so I grew up on the north side, you know what I'm saying? North side Milwaukee, you feel me? Um, you know, growing up on the north side, you know, you move around a lot, you know what I'm saying? But mainly, you know, I, I remember, like from my childhood, I remember being on 32nd and Villard a lot, you know what I'm saying? Um, Hampton, you feel me? My auntie was right on Uptown. So, you know, born and raised, man, on the north side, Milwaukee. Right, north side, north side Milwaukee, the foe, man. Yeah. Um, now... Growing up over there, like, what was your childhood like growing up as a kid? Um, as a kid, man, it was it was cool. You feel me? I got to be like super creative. I had, um, you know, I, I was the only child, but I also grew up with my cousin Seven. You know what I'm saying? Who was like a, you know, he was always ahead of the ahead of the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like right. whatever was next, like he was always on it. Right. And so like that would trickle down to me too. You know what I'm saying? And he had all the fresh clothes, so. You know, whenever he couldn't fit some, you know, I'm grabbing all the fresh clothes. So, yeah. um, I had a cool childhood, man, just, you know, running around with him and uh, all his friends. So, I was always the youngest one in the pack, you know what I'm saying? Um, which, you know, that, that just molded me into a beast, man, as far as my mentality, as far as how I think, how I move, you know what I'm saying, was dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, actually... Um we all been through that, man, you know, grabbing the clothes, you know, from the big cousins and all that, you know, hand-me-down clothes, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's what I was pretty much on, too, man. Um, yeah, man, like I said, we all been through that, man, the hand-me-down clothes, you know. I had cousins I grew up with, I looked up to, I wanted to um, be like them. Mm-hmm. They had the money and all that. They've been handing me down the hand-me-downs and stuff. Exactly. And, um... That was the time. I think everybody go through that. Yeah, you know. Nah, for real. Yeah. Now for the people who want to know, like, mm-hmm. who is Wave Chappelle? Man, Wave Chappelle is um, man. This kid from the north side of Milwaukee, uh, real spitter. You know what I'm saying? I was born to do music. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, my dad. My dad's a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Um, legendary rapper. You feel me? He he uh, wrote pretty much wrote uh, in my projects for Cuckoo Kyle. So. Um, I've always been around music. My mom is a teacher, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, like, yeah, like I said, Wade Chappelle is just a, a kid just coming out of Milwaukee, man. Northside Milwaukee, that was just born to do music. You feel me? And uh, it's very authentic, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, anytime you see me, um, you know, I never I never appear to be uh, in a position where I'm not being myself, you know what I'm saying? So, everything that you see is what you get, you know what I'm saying? I'm very authentic, very down to earth, um, and very talented, man. Right, and I get that from you, man. I get the vibe from you, like, you humble, yeah. down to earth, you definitely a spitter, got that hip-hop flow to you and stuff. Sure. Now, let me ask you, like, you said your pops Mm. Wrote um, In my projects For Cuckoo Kyle Like what yes. was that time Like growing up around that Knowing that your dad Like wrote that Like uh, was you around Cuckoo a lot Or what was the time Like around that time Um, So I'm not gonna lie Like you know I grew up with moms Like I spent a lot Of my childhood with moms But when pops did Come around it was it, it always I always knew Something was up Like you know what I'm saying Cause the way he dressed He dressed like a rapper Everything just felt 
like rapper vibes you know what i'm right, saying right. and i did i did get to be around those guys like a couple times you know what i'm saying like I, I remember him taking me to the studio once and just just sitting there you know what i'm saying watching the studio session i was probably like four or five years old you know what i'm saying um cuckoo was there uh tweezy was there uh, og twine now like that's what they know him now uh <laughs> tweezy was there biggs was there you feel me like uh and these are like guys that's like really kind of shaped the culture early you feel me like right. before it was me before it was anybody it was like these guys uh including my pop so um i did get to see a bit of that when i was a baby you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. pretty much so it was cool it, it's, it's cool and then like as i got older i started to realize oh snap like you know what i'm saying like right, people right. know these people like you know what i'm saying like they was really like my uncles and my pops back then but then once i got in like grade school it hit me like okay people really know them you know what i'm saying or like in my projects really play on bet you feel right me? so yeah. I, I remember that time when it came out and stuff i was like man we got somebody from walking on bet rapping the music mm -hmm. dope too yeah so uh, uh shout out cuckoo kyle man and shout out to your pops too man yeah for sure for sure i've been trying to interview cuckoo for a minute man uh, hopefully that come through one day oh uh, yeah man that's yeah yeah for sure he yeah. definitely do that now let me ask you um what or who inspired you to get into music Oh man um, As far as just artists Or just people in general uh, Just in general um, Man definitely Definitely my cousin You know what I'm saying My cousin Seven Made me want to get into music Because he was always like He was literally up on everything I'm talking about When LimeWire was a thing When burning CDs was a thing When like Downloading the music To your MP3 player Was a thing Like he was on it And he knew how to do it Really good He used to actually Make CDs for people Like mix CDs Yeah I remember them days Exactly So like that just made me Like you know I was always around The music around him and then um you know what's funny one thing i like to mention in interviews is that um you know people grow up in like households where it'd be like r&b or like really old school music you feel me right my household went like that like we they was playing rap like my moms my auntie they was playing like rap music like old easy e uh jay-z early jay-z nas you feel me lauren hill like it was rap oh, music. i was lit right it was rap music in the household that's what i grew up on and then on top of that pops was a rapper too so i was just always a around rap music you know what i'm saying so that's that's kind of also what made me kind of lean towards that and i got into creative writing and literally fourth grade is what made me just want to take those like poems or creative writing stories and just want to be a rapper right because i heard uh jay-z and kanye and it just sounded so cool you feel me i was like i gotta do it I gotta right do it. right and um you know it's crazy because um that's how my household was it was like a mix of like r&b mm -hmm. um oldies and rap mm -hmm. you know and um that's when i fell in love with music you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like just like the sound of being like the words and like everything about it bro and um you know what's crazy like you know around my uncle now it wasn't a lot of new york music we was listening to they mm -hmm. was listening to like scarface mc Bree, yeah e40 yeah. drew down and stuff like that like the yeah. south and the west yeah i really found like my like you know I, I really got into the East Coast rap on my own and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I think you pretty much answered the question already. Kind of like, how did you get your like, how did you form your well, how did you form your sound and get to that like hip hop vibe that you got? Yeah, like on the more like traditional rapper side of things. Um, man, yeah, like you said, just uh, listening to a bunch of uh, so the first album that I really like listened to was a. Uh, 
college dropout, uh, which I stole out my mama car mm-hmm. in like fourth grade and just kept playing it on this little CD player I had. Right. Um, but like, you know, that style of rapping, like, you know, he was really like a t- attention to detail on the lyrics, the substance. You know what I'm saying? Like he had turned up records too, but like he was like rapping. And then Jay-Z, of course. And then that just turned into like Wayne, when Wayne started dropping mixtape after mixtape, he was like really rapping. You feel me? He was from down south, but he was... You know, he was giving the bars to you like, you know, he's serious. You feel right, me? Like right. he was from New York or something. So, um, you know, just growing up on that style of music um, just kind of influenced me to, you know, want to go in that direction. And I'm, I was able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I think it's a it's a very skill. It's a skill based style of rapping where like you have to be skilled to do it, because if you're not skilled, then you, you know, you're not going to be able to do it. So, um you know, I think that's just what what pushed me in that direction, and I kind of ran with it and morphed it into my own sound, like right. today. Now that's dope, man. Because um, when I first heard of you, mm-hmm. I think you was even going by a different name. You was mm-hmm. with Be Right Gang, like mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm. Now, and I remember, you know, it was crazy. Um, I went to school with one of the members of Be Right. I think mm-hmm. it was uh, it was Dex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, um, that's my cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro yeah. was cool as hell, bro. Shout yeah. out Dex. Yeah. And um I remember I shot a video and you you came to my video shoot. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you was gonna remember that or not. Mm-hmm. Uh it was uh it was the guy named was Milkman at the time. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So that's exactly who you talking about. Yeah, so that's who that was. And um that's when I first met you and I shot my video then. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you about B Right. Like um mm-hmm. how did that start and do you still talk to the people like the guys in B Right? Yeah. Um, so B Right started. Uh, oof, man, you taking me back. Hold up. <laughs> All right, so, so my cousin Seven, uh, you know him as Dex. Uh, everybody know him as Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so my cousin Seven, he was cool with. Um, he was cool with Geo, and they kind of and Geo knew Cherub, and they they pretty much had B Right going already. Yeah. And I was like, I was young, like I was like, uh, I think I was an eighth grader while they was doing what they was doing and they you know they like two years older than me so they was in high school already and so they was doing their thing you know what I'm saying they was doing their thing but of course my cousin Seven every time we would go to the basement like back at Granny Crib I'm rapping like I'm really getting all freestyles in the basement he like bro you cold like like you really need to like start rapping for real and so he take me around you know cherubing them and they just kind of like uh, you know they just kind of brought me in you feel me and I became uh, I became a member of Be Right and uh, you know over time the guys that was really really there was a lot of members in Be Right too it wasn't just like Gio how, and Cherub how many members was it because I, I remember uh, it was like four or five of y'all I'm not gonna lie like I honestly couldn't tell you how many me- it was a lot of members it was more than five or six it was like a lot of members you feel me it was like eight people it was like a movement type shit or right. like uh, well, right because we had because we yeah. honestly had we had like producers that was in there there was an engineer there was like a lot of rappers it was like a lot of people you feel me when I first got there right. but then as time went on you know we kind of solidified you know it kind of just solidified into just us four mm-hmm. and then eventually us three and um you know it but listen that was a that was a time right there because we was doing a lot of groundbreaking stuff a lot of stuff that people in milwaukee wasn't doing you know what i'm saying we won two shepherd express three shepherd express awards um just from you know rapping at a you know putting out good music producing great content at a time where people wasn't focused on content and then also just uh working that internet like 
nobody's ever seen before you know what i'm saying so um man that's a legendary time and i yeah. i never like you know i never discount that time cuz that that that's part of what sharpened me to you know what i am now and who i am now and even the things that i know like i learned i learned how to be a rapper during that time you know what i'm saying so um Man, salute to that to that time period, and salute to uh, all my members that was in B right. You know what I'm saying? Because they all taught they all taught me something. Um, far as like now today, I think you know we all we all ha- happy and healthy. So that's the important part. Uh, I think everybody's kind of doing their own thing now. You know, because we all grown. But um, you feel me? I'm here. I am still today, just going hard. Right, still pushing. Man, I remember B right days. Man, that was the Wiz era. So yes, <clears throat> you know blog era, blog era. Yeah, I seen y'all doing a lot of blogging. Y'all did y'all did videos. Y'all did shows. Man, the Tumblr. En- the, the energy, the energy y'all had on that stage, man. Mm-hmm. It was dope, bro. I was like, man, my guys is like, damn, we gotta, we got, how we gonna top that? We gotta top that, bro. We gotta have our energy like that. Yeah, you know. And it was just dope to see how y'all was like really moving and progressing, bro. Mm-hmm. And y'all really had a, a big name in the city. I remember that time. So yeah, for sure. And I can say like the the structure was crazy because I was the young guy. I was the, like the you know what I'm saying the baby basically just learning, watching, sitting back and learning. Seven was really. I mean, we all rapped. You know, like we all got off bars, but like seven was the brains kind of you know what I'm saying putting together. Um, you know, he would just sit at the computer, bro, and just go crazy, bro. Just emails and ideas, all of that. Like he was kind of the brain, and Cherub was really like the the artist. You feel me? Yeah. Um, and then Four Keys was the producers. You know, what I'm saying just bringing the crazy beats, and but Cherub was like very, very artistic, bringing all the fresh ideas to the table. Um, so man, that that was just a, a great time, bro. Right, bro. That was dope, bro. Now let me ask you. Um, since that time. Mm-hmm. What's been going on with you right now, Whew, bro? Uh, from so from B right to now, yeah, man, there was a lot in between, but we pretty, gonna get into that too. Okay, but so what I'm doing right now, man, what I'm doing now is I'm pretty much um, I'm independent. You know what I'm saying? I'm working super close with um, a producer named Mana Beats. That's my dog. You know, you feel me? Like we've been we've been locked in since uh 2020, top of 2020. Uh, since then we've we've released like recorded over 50 songs we've released over 50 songs um a lot of those songs have gotten over you know hundreds and thousands of plays you know what i'm saying and then uh um, um i can't i can't forget to mention dakota g who actually brought us all together dakota is my dog you know what i'm saying like these two guys this is the squad right here so dakota shout out dakota g shout out man of beats um that's what i'm rocking with right now and um man we just on a crazy run right now man i, I link with them uh, 2020, 2021, we dropped uh, 52 songs, a song a week for the whole year. Uh, so that's 12 EPs. That's 52 songs for the whole year. We did that. Damn. Um, went crazy. And then uh, we just recently released a project. Um, so let me rewind. We dropped Waves Don't Die first, which was an album, uh, our first album working together. We dropped Waves Don't Die in 2020. 2021, we went on a 52 song run. And then um, just this year, uh, literally like maybe two weeks ago, we dropped a collab project with an artist named Cody Ray um, called Winter Circle. So Winter Circle, it, listen, if y'all listening right now, go get Winter Circle. It is out now on all, uh, all platforms. You know what I'm saying? Wade Chappelle, Cody Ray, uh, super dope EP. That's right, y'all heard him, man. Mm-hmm. Now, um, congratulations on all that. Yeah. Um, now I want to ask the question that I'm pretty sure a lot of people been want to know, mm-hmm. including myself. Like, yeah, CMG. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that happen? Like, how did you get on that label? 
Man, um, it's cr- it's kind of crazy, dude. So you know, I graduated high school. Um, I graduate. I graduated high school. Uh, right after I graduated, I didn't leave for college right away. I stayed here because you know I'm still doing a music thing at a high level. Like you know, we was doing the be right thing, and you know, we was just trying to figure out how how to take it to the next level. Because uh, we had, you know, we had did so much in the city. We we had performed and shut down all these different venues. We won multiple awards. We was getting write-ups on the newspaper. So it was like, what's the next step? And, um, you know, at the also while doing that, you know, we was, you know, it's Milwaukee, bro. So you get into the streets, you get, you start doing, you know, you hustling. Basically, I was hustling. You feel me? So, right. uh, you know, you get jammed up and I just pretty much had to go. Like I had, it was either stay here, you know, and slide down or go you know go somewhere else and i had an opportunity to go to university of memphis which i did i left and became that's when i became a a solo artist for the first time which you can imagine that's probably like a a very scary experience for me because if i I was so used to having uh the guidance of uh of my guys you know what i'm saying like because they all older than me so it was like they was guiding me the whole way and once i moved and became like a solo artist it was just uh brand new you feel me right um but to get to like how i got to cmg as i was going to university of memphis i pretty much took all of the all of the skills i learned as a young artist in b right and i started applying it bro applying it so i'm recording my own song i'm recording my songs i'm i'm uploading it right away to soundcloud i'm pushing the soundcloud link on all these different platforms like i'm just using all these marketing tactics and um you know it was dope man it was dope people start so it was split like memphis was split there was a half people who really rocked with me because i wasn't from there and it was something new you know what I'm saying? But then it was also it was also a side of people that was like, ah, man, what is this? You feel me? It was like the the pink polo effect in Rockefeller, right? Like when Kanye first got to Rockefeller, a lot of them wasn't really rocking with it like that because he like, you know, he wasn't rapping right. on, you know, on like gangster street vibe. You feel me? Right. They didn't pretty much take him serious. They just wanted him to be the producer because he was getting spent a lot of times like, oh, no, you make the beats and all that and you ain't the hood rapper. Exactly. So, you know, I was kind of getting a little a little bit of that in Memphis, too. But then, like I said, it was also a side a side that was like, yo, like, he could really rap. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so um, by the time I put... So anyway, like I said, I was marketing. I was marketing. And also, I can't leave out... Um, I, I end up meeting uh, DJ Rocksteady, who was also uh, Dolph's DJ. And he ended up managing me at the, at, at the time as well. So not only am I getting my music played in all these different areas... But I'm also grinding and going hard on the college campus, passing CDs around. I'm meeting people. I'm shaking hands. You know me. I'm, I'm a people person. So, um, you know, I'm just getting my name out there, how I am. And, man, the, the music just getting the right hands. You know what I'm saying? Man. And, uh, you know, they, they heard it, and then they reached out. <clears throat> that's dope, bro. Um, I, I can only imagine how you felt, like, by your music circulating and getting with Gotti. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Just in a whole other <laughs> city on, on top of that, bro. A whole yeah. other city, whole other state. Like, yeah. looking at what you, the work you've been putting in here in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. then you go down there, and this become a hit for you. Like, this is this is it. Like, yeah. Now, how did that happen? Like, did he call you? It was like, hey, yeah. It was a it was a DM on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said at the time, I was super active on uh on every platform. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was going hard with just marketing my music, um, uploading links making sure I'm just staying active and actually B Mims heard the album first B Mims is like you know that's his right hand man so 
B Mims passed that project over to, to Gotti. Gotti listened to it and he just, you know, he rocked with it so tough that he just reached out on Twitter and was like, yo, uh, you know, shoot me a phone call. You know what I'm saying? And I did. I was literally in this spot called Chains Wings. Um, literally got the DM and just, man, I, I dropped my wings right there. It walked outside. Man. You feel me? Made the phone call and, uh, you know, the rest was history. That's dope, bro. Yeah, man. Um, I know that was a dope feeling, bro. Like, now let me ask you, like, um, are you nervous? Who me? Yeah, were you nervous when he uh, caught when he hit you up on Twitter and DM'd you like, man, I'm trying to do some work. Like, what was that feeling? Like, I know you said you dropped your wings and stuff in the shop. Like, was it like happiness or was it nervous or what? I think I was, man. I think I was more shocked than anything. I was shocked at first. I don't think I was nervous because, like, you know, I kind of got past like. You know, anything that involved with, like, being an artist, I kind of got past all of my nerves in, like, high school. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I also met I met rappers in high school, too. Um, so I wasn't nervous, but I was definitely shocked. I was shocked. My heart was pumping because I was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just like certain opportunities, you know, they, 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 they very rare. You know what I'm saying? But when they do come, it's like damn it's here you know what i'm saying right what i'm gonna do with it exactly so uh yeah bro i was shocked for sure like once i got the you know what i'm saying i got the, the the tweet it vibrated on my phone and i was just like i was like oh shit like this shit is real you know what i'm saying so of course i ran outside man made the phone call and you know i was just poised at that point though like once he was like you know let's meet i had to i just went in that mode i was just like you know i gotta whatever it is i gotta lock in you know what i'm saying like i can't i, cu I couldn't even allow myself to be nervous because if i did i have i knew he would feel it you know what i'm saying and nobody want to deal with nobody all nervous and shaky you know what i'm saying right right so um i think one of the reasons he did rock with me is because i was poised you know what i'm saying when i pulled up he knew that i was like i was focused Right, that was dope, bro. Congratulations to you, um, man. Appreciate on that it. for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely, um, you know, that was one of the biggest, one of the biggest moments of of my of my career. You know, what I'm saying because it kind of catapulted me into um, a position where you know I could still do what I do now. You know, what I'm saying like you know I could I've made it that put that point right there is when music became a full blown career for me. You know, what I'm saying right, right. So now, um. What was that energy like? What was like? How was it being on CMG at the time? Like, mm -hmm. um, like, like, give us the behind the scenes. Is it like all oh, what it's cracked up to be? Like how Gotti was, and like how was the music industry? Um, so I think those those two are separate. So Gotti Gotti was a real one. You know what I'm saying? Gotti is how can I how can I put it? I would say Gotti is like a, a, a southern version of like a Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the I can see how sometimes people might get misconstrued because the music, you know what I'm saying, he's rapping like street shit or he's like turned up, he's popping the bottles and stuff like that. So you might think he's turned up, which he is turned up. Like he lit, you know what I'm saying? But like behind the scenes, he's just super focused. You know what I'm saying? Like super focused, very business, everything business. You know, he got mad artists to, to tend to, you know what I'm saying? Or like right. to, to um, kind of oversee. So, um, you know, he's just very, very, very business. And uh, he got a lot of gems, man. He dropped a lot of gems. He funny too, you know what I'm saying? Like he'll he'll crack a joke here and there. But um, from what I took, you know, from what I took is that he's very very focused and very like boss like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I can imagine that. Um, far as the music industry, I mean, 
the music industry is definitely what like what you hear like you know it's definitely true like you know what i'm saying it's a lot of smoke and mirrors a lot of like you know a lot of a lot of artificialness you know what i'm saying yeah um but that of course that's what anything anything where it's like tons and tons of money it's gonna be a lot of bullshit right let me ask you something i'm gonna cut you off yeah this is around a time also where that conspiracy shit was going on is the is the illuminati real man (laughs) no 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 so this what i'm gonna say this what i'm gonna say i got asked this the other day too which is crazy um so i guess people really want to know bro the illuminati if it is real right right the concept of illuminati right is this this group of people in power who if they in power if they've been in power for how long people said they've been in power then they're clearly not black right right the concept that's the concept of illuminati and then people then they say that these artists who are predominantly black rappers have sold their soul to the devil and were accepted into this group for tons of money right yeah i can say i can say that the people that i was around and i was around like everybody like you know what i'm saying from Gotti to diddy to drake to meek like you know what i'm saying none of that none of that but also my thing is this here's how here's how i just squashed the whole illuminati theory why in the hell would these white powerful men want niggas in their group like that's just is like you know what i'm saying that i'm just i'm just keeping it real like why would if i'm you know what i'm saying if these if this group is what people say it is why would they allow black some you know what i'm saying a group of niggas who look how they look talk how they talk act how they act into their group it just don't make sense so if it is real ain't no niggas in it right they had everybody on edge too like i was even on edge like but i was like i don't know man it's too you want to know so here's my theory though here's my theory on illuminati i think that illuminati was a theory that was made up to uh discredit uh really 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 successful black artists yeah and that's you know what i'm saying because yeah. if you look at somebody like jay-z or because you know a lot of the rumors was always oh it's jay-z oh it's kanye yeah. oh, it's, it was beyonce these are like really really successful black people right so instead of it being that they talented and just bust their ass to you know what i'm saying make it where they at they gotta be they sacrifice it, their soul it, and kill it, the family member exactly, or something. exactly exactly so it's really just dis- to discredit you know what i'm saying right. and then you put it out there on the internet and then people share it and then people tell this person and then now it's you feel me now right. now we've been discredited so yeah, yeah that's, now, that's now my you, thing on it. now you think about it that's kind of fucked up bro like um <laughs> just because you got money and successful you got to be illuminati i always figured it was fake exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now how long was you with some uh excuse me how long was you with cm cmg um so two years but my 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 situation was is uh project based or album based so three albums okay now um what happened to like like leading you like leaving cmg like how did like what happened what was the um situation so you know what i'm saying this is the funny thing like everybody I, I always see like the like if you google this shit or like if you look on youtube there's so many theories and people be like ah oh, you got kicked out and this and that but like here's the thing bro Con- a contract is a contract right. it's like the nba right if i'm a player and i sign to a team for three years i play my three years and then guess what i either come back to the team or i go find another team you know what i'm saying like or, 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 I, or I, I go somewhere else you feel me and so that's literally just it Right. That was literally it. It was theories. Not not, not to cut you off. Yeah. There was a lot of theories. People talking about oh, you, 
he ain't trap enough or he don't do trap records or nothing like that. How did you feel like with that whole people saying that? Like when they I, people some people thought you wasn't a fit for CMG. I didn't feel no way about it because I didn't feel no way about it because one, I know what come with being a rapper. I know people I know that once you in it, once you're in it, there when you're inside, there's always an outside. Right, and all those opinions come from outside, and it, they the opinions are those opinions because they just don't know. Right, it's like ignorance. You feel me? Right, and you know, that's cool. You feel me? Like it is what it is. Like I'd be worried if they didn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'd right. rather them say something. You, you either gonna hate it or love it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, no, it didn't really phase me because you know I know what the truth is, and then on top of that, you know, me and Gotti relationship is still solid to this day. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that. That's important to me too. So y'all uh, top it up sometimes? Yeah, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I can go on Instagram and read a comment and they might say something crazy like, ah, you got kicked off the label. But then on top of that, in real life, in my actual life, you know what I'm saying? Uh, bros text, you know, we, we still in the text thread, like chopping it up. So, you know, I don't really, you know, I don't look for the into the internet for validation. You know right. what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, bro, it don't it don't really bother me like that. Right. And then um far as like leaving, that was just a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Uh bro really just gave me the blessing. You know what I'm saying? You'd rather see me, you know, be a boss anyway. You feel me? I think that's his plan with all his artists, is to set them up to be their own bosses eventually anyway. So um, you know, it was dope. I I, I got all the knowledge. I, I traveled the world, I met some amazing people and I made some great music. And uh, you know, now people know who I am, so you feel me? Mm-hmm. That's uh, dope, bro. Um, yeah, that's crazy, man. You still text Gotti, man. Y'all got any music in the works or uh, in the business? Man, <laughs> you can't talk about it, man. Yeah, no, nah, I can't talk about it, but man, yeah, just be on the lookout. Fire, right. some heat. That's what up, bro. Um, congratulations on that. It's good to hear that news. You still got a relationship with Gotti and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Nah, you don't lose the like. You don't lose the relationships. You know what I'm saying, like. You know, you move in another space, but you know, you still meet the people you meet, and you still, I still, bro, the numbers I got in my, and it's not a flex. Like, I, that's another thing. Like, I, I do everything, uh, you know, in humbleness. You feel me? But like, the numbers I got in my phone, bro, is, is insane. Like, you, yeah. it's insane. Tell social media, let y'all talk all y'all want. He, he really out here making moves. Yeah, man. man. Like, it don't, it don't phase me. You feel me? Like, it's, it's cool. You feel me? Right. I'd rather y'all, like I said, I'd rather y'all say something. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, now one more question about the CMG. Like, what was that mm. energy like once you got signed? Like, did people like um did people change like for the good or the bad? Like, was people like oh yeah trying to be like oh that's my boy you know that man yeah it's it's a lot of that man but I think that again that's just music in general like uh but to your to answer your question yes like hundred percent like there was a lot of people uh some people who didn't rock with me at all now like you know right. uh you spend the block yeah brother brother this brother that you feel me like we now we now we boys um but then on the flip side you know what i'm saying it was it was weird on the other way too like you know what i'm saying it was people that was close to me that kind of felt uh it just got weird you know what i'm saying like that was another thing i was so young dealing with you know issues that you feel me like Listen, man. Mentally, it get it get draining. You feel me? Like you got people, th people wanted wanted me to be different or like wanted to say I switched up so bad just because mm -hmm. I'm you know now I'm in this position. But right. Um. So yeah, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of that. That's how it is. Like usually when you get your blessing and they ain't received theirs, yeah, it's gonna be like some little tension. Whether it's jealousy, it might not even be a hundred percent hate, and just be like, damn, I wish. 
they're gonna right. act funny because you know just because that's right. just, that comes with, that's a part of it. Right. No. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Now, um, since you had a record deal with CMG, like, mm-hmm. and now today's time, it's a lot of independent artists. Like independent is the way to go. Yeah. And I'm not saying nothing <clears throat> about the major labels too, because mm-hmm. Gotti even said like, you know, ain't nothing wrong with a major label if you don't oh. have the money. Now let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Like after already having a record deal, like mm-hmm. would you want to sign another record deal or would you want to go the independent route? Um. So I always say this in the interviews too, and I got this. I got a lot of this knowledge from Gotti. I would never say that I never signed another record deal. You right. know what I'm saying? Like that's never off the table. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you can always form situations to how you want it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and if it's just not the right situation, it's just not the right situation. But on the flip side of that, there might be a right situation. You dig what I'm saying? Like, right. for example, uh, I learned a lot of this from Nip too, watching his run when he dropped a uh, victory lap. Right. A lot of the stuff Nipsey Hussle did was independent. Like he built a lot of his value up independently. But when it was the right time, what did he do? He signed a deal with Atlantic. You know what I'm saying? Because it made sense. Right. So I think uh, that's that's one of the misconceptions that a lot of up and coming artists see. They just be like, "Oh, I want to be independent. I want to be independent. I'm gonna stay independent." It's not. It's not just saying not staying independent just for the sake of staying independent, right? Like you want to be independent to build your value up. Uh, you know, for a bigger win, right. you know what I'm saying. Right. So, whether that's whether that's uh, signing a distribution deal, signing a uh, you know a single deal, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. Just never, never be like I'm solely this and I'm a guest this. Right. You feel me? And it's good um, to be uh, not to cut you off. It's good to be independent, like you know, so you can have some like build your buzz up, so you can have some leeway going into the doors. Right. And so now, so the, this is what I was going to say as far as being independent, because I, I am currently independent and I, I do enjoy being independent, but it's not, um, you know, some artists, some rappers say it like it's a diss towards people that's on labels. I don't think it's either or. I think it's just whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, but also, listen, it's hard to be independent. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to put that bread up. Exactly. You got to put your own money up. You got to put a lot of time in. You got to answer. You know You know what I'm saying? You got to write up a lot of your own email. All your resources, you got to do a lot of this stuff yourself and you and your team. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all have to function as a label. You know what I'm saying? So it can it can get it can get difficult. You know what I'm saying? So um, you know, luckily for me, you know, I got a really dope team. I got a lot of knowledge. You feel me? Like I've been on the label, so I know how to run, you know, how to run my own thing as an independent now. So um, you know, it's been dope. I like being independent, but also at the, on the same time, you know, I'm not a guess if the right situation comes signing another deal. Right. Now it's an artist out here. That want to get into the music or want to like you know just trying to make it big. What advice would you give them? Um, man, artists that's trying to make it big. Um, man, I always say I got three. I got three main things, man. I always say be social. You know what I'm saying? Because um, being social is how you. That's the. That's kind of like the core of marketing. You know what I'm saying? Like on Instagram, somebody might send you a link. On Twitter, somebody might send you a link. But like, man. You won't accept that link as well as if they, for, before they send you that link, saying, yo, what's up, bro? How you feeling? You know what I'm saying? What's good? Mm-hmm. Y'all chop it up real quick. And then being like, yo, by the way, you know what I'm saying? Check me out. That's that's being social. You know what I'm saying? That's a form of marketing, too, uh, which is very effective. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I did and that I still do to this day. You know what I'm saying? I chop it up with everybody on all my social media or even in real life. If I bump into somebody and we chopping it up, we having a good conversation. Hey, by the way, you know what I'm saying? Check me out. 
right so i always say be social man never be too cool to be social right um that mean don't have your page on private because you think you know what i'm saying you don't want your follower count to go all the way man scrap that uh don't don't uh feel like you too good to not respond to dms or comments man listen be social um so that's one two be accessible so when i say be accessible that mean be everywhere but you got to be on all these platforms because they the people that you looking for are everywhere right they on twitter they on facebook they on youtube they on uh instagram they on you know Mm -hmm. with tiktok you know what i'm saying whatever the new thing is make sure you you're on that and that you're active because um you know essentially all it's doing is giving you a higher chance to hit a home run right right? in baseball they only give themselves three chances to hit a home run why but in real life you know as an artist you can give yourself unlimited times to hit a home run so you know be accessible and then um last thing man don't chase the money um you got to know that uh money gonna come you know what i'm saying long as your if your grind is there if the you know what i'm saying it's a lot of opportunities that you could miss if you just solely focused on the bag you know what i'm saying so um just don't chase the money man chase the dream you feel me uh and chase the passion because that's what's gonna get you to the money yeah. Um, so yeah that's that's like my three rules of thumb. Yeah, that, that's some good advice right there man y'all gotta uh, lock in and focus bro and pay attention and listen man yeah. game given to y'all now um i'm glad you brought up tiktok yeah um milwaukee is killing tiktok right Ooh, now you know what boy, I'm saying? what's that what's that yeah that dance big frank i don't know what it's called shout out uh man free certified yeah, that's man. the certified uh um <laughs> real stasher 50k dance and yeah. stuff like that um, bro i love it I yeah love it. man it's dope let me ask you something what's you um what's your thoughts on the milwaukee music scene right now and also uh little frank went viral and stuff mm. like that what's your um you know opinion on that and what's your thoughts on that man i love it bro like listen i've, I've always been in support of everything milwaukee like mm-hmm. um you know sometimes i get on like uh i get on like twitter like you know i log on my artist page on facebook and people are always debating bro always debating who's the best this who's the best that what style is the best you know what i'm saying because you got street you got like you know what i'm saying like you got hood milwaukee music or you got like um um more or other you know what i'm yeah. saying like i put everything else in the other you got hood shit you got other right and people are always debating bro and in my opinion bro like not to offend nobody but man fuck all that bro all this shit is good oh, all of this needed. shit is good you know what i'm saying so i love to see i love to see where it's at because i remember being in high school and it wasn't a lot of that bro it was it, i remember a time when it only being like 10 of us it really for real. was you know what i'm saying it was like twang it was bankhead it was yep. it was be right it was like the cranberry show and like maybe like two other you know what i'm saying yep. two three other people like really doing you know what i'm saying doing a thing right and now it's just this like it's just the the door is kind of opening you know what everybody I'm then we also and I, i'm sorry to cut you off no you good and then we in the era right now like videos is popping like yep. back then it wasn't no videos like that we didn't have no cameraman now it's like it, 20 plus cameraman everybody dropping videos so it's exactly it's, i was talking to my i was talking to my guys the other day and i was like bro can you imagine if twain had like tiktok if twain gnt had you know yep. peak instagram you feel me like them boys would have been out of here you know what i'm saying Man. so when i see when i see uh a certified uh when i see big frank going up or bankhead going up like i love to see that you know what i'm saying because that 
that just let me know like you know what i'm saying back when i seen like uh twang and them doing it i always thought man milwaukee got such a dope culture and we all talented like um so it just it just let me it just validate what i always knew you know what i'm saying right um so it, it's dope man it's dope yeah that's definitely dope man shout out to everybody in milwaukee doing their thing 100 percent, bro keep going 100%. Bro. big frank love frank everybody bro yeah everybody bro everybody everybody that's getting it uh man just keep doing your thing bro because listen i got another i got an interview where i said it but i'm still i'm gonna stand on it i'm gonna double down milwaukee is the hottest thing right now for real listen on tiktok they watching on twitter they watching all these big artists they watching you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so man everybody just got to keep pushing and supporting each other man you know what i'm saying because listen milwaukee is it's, it's only one spot man yeah you feel me like it's only one state one city so it's no need to debate on who the king is or who the best out of it. Bro, 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 man. that shit do not matter. It don't matter at all. <laughs> Keep just go. As long as everybody doing what they supposed to do, putting content out, putting music out, you know, no matter if you like it or not or whatever the case is, it might not be your style. Just keep going, bro. Support, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now, um, I, I ask a lot of people this question. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the music side, the rappers, hip hop, whatever, yeah. who is your top five MCs or rappers? Who is your favorite rappers? Your top five of all time? Ooh, I love this question. I'm loving it. You know, I don't get this question a lot, but I love this question, bro. I'm gonna give it to you in order. Yes, let's go. Listen. All right, and this is like we we excluding personal stuff. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying we talking music. It's just right. like basketball. Don't tell me how many. Prisons Jordan is owning if we talking strictly basketball. Right. All right. right. Yo, yo, right. yo, list is your list. All right, exactly. So I got I got I got Kanye at the one at one. I got Hove at two. I got Wayne at three. This is the top three rappers of all time. If anybody wanna debate, I'm willing to debate you. You These know they're gonna debate you. They're gonna be like, how Wayne ain't number one. You know they finna debate. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. But okay, so that's the three. Yay, Jay, Wayne, top three all time. Best rappers ever. Um, at the four, at the four, I got Biggie, and at the five, I got Pac. Okay, right. And I got Biggie. I only got Biggie above Pac because if you strip everything down, Biggie is the better rapper. Right. Just, just, just flat out, just right. bar, okay. bars rapper. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not, not what he stood for. Not the meaning and all of that. Because Pac stood for more, but Biggie. Was just the that, more that wordplay was crazy. Exactly, Biggie was just the more talented rapper. Right. Um. And then you know, as far as the Wayne, like you know, Wayne, Wayne is Wayne is the goat. Like Wayne is all three of these dudes are goats. But to me, Kanye and Jay have a better album catalog. You know what I'm saying? Like all the Carter series are really good, but like the other yeah. albums are, uh, just to me, in my opinion, not on the same level as all of Jay and Ye's albums. Right. And then um, you know. The teacher always, I mean, the student always passes the teacher. So, you know, Kanye is above Jay. Right. <laughs> I like that. Um, I like that list, man. That's that's a solid list. Yeah. A lot of people can't name five. It's kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no, it's easy to me because I be I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm a I'm a nerd to the music too. You know what I'm saying? So I go back, I study, I listen to cadences, flows. Who's inspired by what? Who was? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that from you. Like I, I definitely get that vibe from you because that's why mm -hmm. I asked you. Like, where did you get your like hip hop like? swagger from or just just yeah. styling your like the way you carry yourself or like like just going 
back and like how you developed your style and your flow like mm -hmm. i know you had to be like a nerd or studying yeah, and stuff like yeah. that because i'm like that i'm still learning i've been mm -hmm. going back to all kind of stuff like people probably be looking at me like damn you listen to this old stuff listen i was in eighth grade i'll never forget bro i was in eighth grade bumping uh L -L cool j bro and they, people thought i was weird because i had these big the bass booster headphones bro. yeah and i was like listening to like L, -L cool j or like old easy e and ice cube like you know what I'm saying? right like but that's what i was on bro um oh i gotta throw this in there because i never got to say this on camera Nicki minaj is a top 10 all-time rapper not female rapper she's, she's rapper a top period. 10 all-time rapper that is a fact gotta throw that out i've never heard nobody i mean i'm gonna say i never heard nobody say that but like out of the people i ask i've never heard nobody say that and it's dope Listen, to hear that Nicki minaj is a top 10 male or female yeah. top 10 all-time rapper she be killing shit shout out nikki she right and fact. she write her own raps bro. you know it's crazy a lot of people was like she she was so pissed that people be thinking that she don't write her own raps oh no bro N bro nikki dog if you listen to the the bars and the flow it's all to me bars and flows are there the hits like the radio single hits are there mm -hmm. and then the influence is I was there. gonna say that influence is there i remember it was girls calling themselves barbies in high school bro. because of nikki come on man Come on, like man. all you heard around that time was all, Nikki. All Nikki. the girls that are outright. I mean, not not all of them. Yep. Like not all of them. But literally, if you look at all the all the um, female rappers right now, like the top tier female mm -hmm. rappers, literally took a piece from each era of Nikki. Right. Right. From whether it's Doja Cat, whether it's Meg Thee Stallion, whether it's Bia, like they all yep. have a little bit of like yep. one piece of Nikki in them. Yeah. So. That's that's what's dope about hip hop and just music. Period. Like how it passes down and everybody get influenced because mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure Nicki minaj was influenced by little kim and foxy oh, 100%, 100%. brown 100 and then it was her now it's cardi b and mm -hmm. city girls and stuff like that and exactly. megan the stallion 100 and it was also not you can't forget trina and stuff like that too. right 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 exactly you know what i'm saying so that's that's dope bro like to hear like you know you say that because yeah. nikki don't get a lot of like credit yeah. she's i just had to, to get, get that off man because a lot of people be having their top 10 listen you know what i'm saying i feel like people be scared i don't know if y'all i don't know if they'd be scared to say it but bro nikki is when you look at when you bust down the top 10 and you go through name by name nikki gotta be in that top 10 like i mean don't get me wrong like not in the five but like in the, 10. the bottom the bottom five of the top ten, like she's in she's in there, bro. Yeah. She's in there. Like and when it comes to making a top five or just like just like, you know, picking rappers and stuff, yeah. I don't like to do the typical answers. Mm -hmm. I like to go with like I feel like you gotta go with what's what's inspire you and what you listen to the most. Mm -hmm. And it's all about it's up to to me it's about a lot of things. It's about how you rap, how you spit. It's about Right. So yo yo influence, yo, yo. Yo, I mean, it's a lot of things like your style, like your sales. I mean, I don't always go by album sales because that's not always like. I'm gonna tell you my criteria, right? I got to me, and I, I like talking about this because I be feeling like I just got the perfect criteria, right? The criteria to me for all for the all time list, you gotta go, you gotta go skill. Yeah. Are you a skilled rapper? You gotta go catalog, albums, and you you can like for some artists like Wayne, right? Like you can factor in mixtapes. So catalog, um, influence, right? How did you impact the culture, the rest of the guys that came after you, the, the literally the culture. So we got skill, we got catalog, we got influence, and then you have um, success, fourth, and accolades. Mm -hmm. So sales, 
accolades last because they mean the least but they still mean something right so when when you say kanye west has the most grammys out of any rapper which is 23 grammys that means something right you know what i'm saying when jay-z has the second most grammys out of any rapper, that means something when you sold this many records that mean it means something right but to me the skill the influence and the um what did i say skill influence and uh Catalog. Now, catalog. Catalog. Yeah. Now, if we're going to go influence and if you're going to have a top 10, mm-hmm. you got to, like, if when you're talking about influence, you got to add Gucci, man. No. And you got to add, you talking about influence. I mean, I get what you're saying, skill wise <laughs> and stuff like that, but influence these people, it, it, that's the criteria. Right, right, no, no, a no, lot no. of people going to say, this going to be, these are these two artists I'm about to say is going to uh-huh. be in some people's top 10s for, okay, sure. for sure. Gucci and Chief Key, just because how they influence. Right. I mean, I, I agree. No, 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 no. Yeah. Influence wise, I agree. Influence, like if you talk, if the category is influence, these guys definitely hundred thousand percent have right. influence. Cause you know, for a long time, every rapper came out of Atlanta sounded like Gucci. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you got, and somebody, you know, I was debating with somebody who had Gucci in a top ten, and I rock with Gucci. Like this is not a knock. Right. Like the influence, hundred percent. But catalog, he got plenty shit though. Mixtapes and all that though, bro. <laughs> like you, bro. Catalog. Whose catalog are we putting his catalog next to? I don't know, but it's, it was said that Gucci oh, had like a hundred mixtapes. That's what it was. Oh, but so this okay. Let me let me specify catalog quality. Okay, catalog quality, because you can put out a hundred mixtapes. Is it all good though? Right. Can I can I run it front to back? Right. Cause that's what it was. You know what it was? It was when he it was um there was an interview. He was like uh he they said something about Eminem, and people was debating on Twitter. They was like. Oh, is Gucci Man better than Eminem? And I was just like, in my is, opinion, is that a question? To, in my opinion, to me, that's wild. Because when you put the careers next to each other, it's not even close. Yeah, <laughs> I, and it's like to each is honest to what you, what you what you like. And, right, right, and right. And then it's also like you got, and it, to be honest with you, it had to be different. Like it had to be different. Like lists for stuff. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I agree. It had to be like if you got if you want to go top influential rappers, mm-hmm. then you can do all that and people could be in them uh, type of list. Right. If you want to go most lyrical, then you could do that. If you want to go record sales, you could do that. Mm-hmm. So it, it all depends on what you're going for, you know. But I like your list though, and um, that's what's dog. up, bro. My dog. <laughs> now my final question for you is, uh-huh. man, what's next for Wade Chappelle? Man, so what's next? All right, so Pete, um, I'm <clears throat> I'm in the process of working on another project. So I just put out Winter Circle, um, and now I'm going into another project, which will be a collab project with me um, and Men of Beats, uh, solely produced by Men of Beats. Um, it's gonna be called Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have an exact release date for it yet. We got tons of music. Um, you know what I'm saying? We still going through, uh, you know, just going through the vault. Picking in, you know, picking apart each song, figuring out which one goes with the sound. But it's gonna be real dope, man. It's a, it's a, it's a project that I'm excited for. We definitely gonna drop it, uh, you know, between fall and winter. Um, again, it's called Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Me and Man of Beats. Uh, I got, I got my boy Ishdar on there. Um, 
gonna have some more features too, man. But I ain't gonna I ain't gonna disclose them yet. But it's gonna be lit, man. It's fire. I got that coming up. Um, got a bunch of shows coming up for the uh, for the winter. So I'm gonna announce those. And um, yeah, man, just just more work, bro. Just more work. Uh, yeah. I'm full swing into this independent grind. Um, you know, I got a lot of momentum on me. I'm hot right now, man, and I feel good. So burning down the booths, man. Burning down these freestyles, they, man. They, exactly, man. More freestyles, more content, more music, bro. That's that's the plan. You know what I'm saying? That's dope, bro. Like, um, congratulations to you and mostly all your success, bro. And to see you still here doing it, yeah, that's a blessing, bro. And it's good to see that somebody from Milwaukee. Had the deal, got the experience, and still out here moving. Yeah. Giving game, you know, and keeping your feet on the concrete and keeping your ground alive, bro. Yeah, no doubt. No like, doubt. That's dope, bro. And um, like I said, I want to uh, congratulate you and wish you the best of luck on your journey because it's still a journey and you still got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. You you ain't done yet. So. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Yeah, you know, and that's I want to I want to say thank you for sitting down with me, bro, because you could have been anywhere else right now, but you <laughs> sitting here with Rick Taylor, man. Yeah, listen, no doubt, bro. Anything Milwaukee, bro, I'm all for it, bro. Like that's been that's been another thing that I've just been super hyper focused on. Uh, when I do when I do when I can't come back to the city, I try to tap in with as many people as possible. I try to uh, you know what I'm saying because that's important too, man. We got to rock with each other. You know what I'm saying. And that's another thing uh, Some people leave And then they You know They don't come back And rock right. with their people So um, I try to come back I, You know I'm gonna do the radio stations too But I'm gonna touch I'm gonna go on all platforms You know what I'm saying I wanna uh, You know f- Bring some light to the city And you know Just continue to work, rock With my people too Right and That's dope bro Like You should wanna do all platforms When they reach out to you It's extra like publicity man And just Yo. To push yourself man But like I said I'm just uh, appreciative bro Cause you could've you could have been like, nah, I ain't doing it. Or you could have been spending me and acting Hollywood, but you yeah. didn't, bro. You came to the crib, you sat down with me, chopped it up, gave the people some game, man. Yeah, man, you finna kick a freestyle for us, man, and all that. But man, like I said, I wish you the best of luck on your journey, bro. And I appreciate you for coming on the show. My dog, my dog, my for dog. Sure. I appreciate you. For sure.